What is up, my beautiful people? Let me introduce myself. My name is Keisha. I'm a metaphysical B-girl baddie mindset coach for all women who are trying to evolve into the life that is meant for you. I will guide you into your abilities to tap into your divine power that will fuel your desires for personal growth. Welcome to the Baddie Activation Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Baddie Activation Podcast. It's your girl, Keisha. Thank you all so much for your support of the podcast. I'm truly grateful for everyone that listens. Please, if you have not done so, subscribe or follow me and share this with a baddie that you know. Also, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Batty Activation. And let's make this interactive. Please send me a DM. Let me know how the podcast is resonating, if you're digging it, if, it, if you're vibing with it, um, if there's anything that you want me to talk about with future episodes. I'd love just to hear from you know my audience. So today, um, we are going to talk about happiness, how to obtain happiness. And there's so many different ways we can go when it comes to happiness. Um, Even if you go to like a bookstore and notice there's so many different books that are related to happiness. Um, But today, I want to focus in on a couple specific topics. So we'll get into that. Now to start off, I want to share um, the podcast jam. So this week I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm actually giving you two amazing freaking dope ass songs um, that are related to happiness, at least from my view. So the first song is from my boy Evidence. The name of the song is Chase the Clouds Away. So there's a line in there, right? He says, I must be happy today. I must have chased the dark clouds away non-selfish acts of love not to get anything back just do it because so definitely a jam of mine honestly I've been listening to evidence for a very long time so this is like one of those songs that came out a long time ago but I swear every time I listen to it I feel like he just dropped the song so the second jam also from um, a dope ass group, The Foreign Exchange. The name of the song is Happiness. And the line in that song, good people, good loving, good music in my life makes me happy. That shit like resonates 100% with me because I love being around people. I love being around just like that loving vibe. And of course, music, right? Music is definitely what makes me happy. All right, so a lot of our moods come from our brain. And sometimes that's hard for us to understand, right? Because I feel like we don't learn enough about the brain or know about the brain. So I love to learn about neuroscience. For me, that's a fascinating field. And of course, I love to share what I learn. Plus, that helps me understand the information better, right? So if you learn something and you teach that to people, it helps reinforce what you're learning. So today I'm going to be focusing on our happy mood. So now I know that it's not possible to be 100% happy all the time. Like that's that's not really normal for us to be happy 100%. We are human. We are wired to feel all of the emotions that exist. But there are ways that we can manifest more happiness into our lives. Once we learn these methods that will actually put us more in control of how we can create our own happiness, right? I've said that before. I 100% believe it, that we are responsible for our happiness and we can create our happiness. So today, I'm going to be focusing on 
four brain chemicals that makes us happy. So the first one is dopamine, and then oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. So we've heard of these terms, these chemicals, but at least for me, I never really got down to like what they really are, how do we obtain them, you know, how can we produce, can we produce them? So I thought this would be a good conversation to kind of share with you all what I've been learning. So let's talk about dopamine. First of all, I think that's a freaking dope ass word, right? Like dope, I like that word dope, so dopamine. So dopamine is referred to as the reward chemical. Let's explore some ways on how to obtain more dopamine in our lives. So dopamine is responsible for allowing you to feel pleasure, satisfaction, and motivation. We could all use motivation, right? So when you feel good that you've achieved something, it's because you have a surge of dopamine in the brain. So let's talk about a couple of things we can do. So the first one I have for you is completing a task. So it could be a task, a goal, you know, however you want to look at that. So I know for me, I'm a list person. I love to create to-do lists. And when I complete a task, I get so much joy from crossing it off or checking it off the list. It makes me feel a sense of accomplishment. So plus for me, having to do a to-do list keeps me focused on what needs to be done. It helps me, you know, stay organized and I feel like a badass baddie when I'm getting shit done. So another area, so I have to-do lists for all areas of lives, right? So the, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about a to-do list is our grocery list. So every weekend right Friday night we will come up with our weekly meals and then we will come up with the ingredients that we need for those meals get them down on a list and then go grocery shopping I will tell you that it freaks me the fuck out if I do not have a grocery list like I cannot walk into a grocery store without my list like I have to have the list that's just the way we operate so we've been you know doing this for many many years and honestly after you know creating the list sometimes not gonna lie gives me a little anxiety because again like I've talked about this before sometimes as far as like meals for the family we don't all agree so a lot of us are just like sacrificing, okay, I'll, I'll eat that, but you know, may not enjoy it as much. But sometimes that can be a challenge. But getting the list created, number one, makes me feel good. So it's like as soon as we have that list, boom, I'm getting that, do- that dopamine. When we go to the grocery store and we're getting the items, boom, I'm getting the dopamine. Like it's weird for me when I, I don't know if I'm the only one like this, but when I, I love to go grocery shopping, right? Like I love to be able to buy food for my family, bring food to the house. And when we leave the grocery store, like it makes me feel good. So when I started to kind of dive more into this dopamine, it just kind of makes sense now. It's like, okay, well, I'm I'm getting, for me, I'm getting a dopamine rush when I go grocery shopping. So, you know, let, let me hear what, what gives you that dopamine rush. Um, okay, so another topic um, to do as far as getting dopamine is self-care activities. When we are taking care of ourselves, dopamine is triggered. So self-care looks different for everyone. I would never judge someone on what they do for self-care. I can just describe some of the activities um, that I do for self-care. 
So a few of my favorites are meditation. Meditation is something that I practice and consider to be self-care. Reading books, learning new things, dancing, exercising, and spending time with my homies. So I can honestly say when I'm doing these things, I'm in my happy place, right? Like we all have a happy place. So another thing we can be doing is celebrating little wins. So I look at this concept for when we're pursuing or our desires or goals, right? So our desires can be this big thing and that's great. A lot of times we tend to get paralyzed by this big amazing thing that we want. So the best approach we can do is create smaller goals that are going to help us get to our great big desire. And after we accomplish each smaller goal, celebrate it and make the celebration big. Get creative with it. This celebration tells our brain that we're on the right path towards our desire and it creates happiness when we move the needle forward. And then that creates the motivation to keep us pursuing our desire. So celebrate little wins. The next topic I have is getting enough sleep. Now there's a lot of conversation and studies around needing X amount of sleep in order to be at our best. So I've always heard the number of, you know, seven or eight hours of sleep. Honestly, I think we are all aware of our hours that we need to be our best. So I know I know for me, if I don't follow my sleep schedule, I feel like shit the next day. Like I hate that feeling of just not know, knowing that you didn't get enough hours of sleep. And if you're feeling like shit, right? You're not going to be productive. You're not going to you're not going to have any motivation to do anything. Therefore, you're not going to be producing dopamine. So get enough sleep. It's good for your overall health and it's good for producing dopamine. Now this next area, um, again, I'm not a nutritionist or recommending that you eat these foods without doing your own research or checking with a doctor. But there are certain foods that you can eat that could increase dopamine. I mean, having an overall healthy diet, number one, is is going to be, is going to have a, a a positive impact on your holistic health, right? But there are certain foods that can trigger certain proteins that help make dopamine. So some of these foods are almonds, avocados, bananas, beef, chicken, eggs. And then some supplements are turmeric, vitamin D, magnesium, and omega-3. So all of these could potentially increase your dopamine levels. So the next brain chemical is oxytocin, which is sometimes referred to as the love hormone. I know I'm going to get so much shit for starting this topic off with this next, about what, with what I'm going to say right now. My family is going to kill me. I know it. But playing with a pet produces oxytocin. So we got a dog a few years back during COVID. His name is Chico. He's a Shih Tzu. And OMG. I never knew how much you can love a dog or a pet until Chico came into our lives. Now, I I know sometimes I'll get a little bit upset with him, you know, especially when he's freaking shitting on the carpet. But, you know, that only lasts for a second. And, and, and then I remember how much I love him again. 
So there are moments that I can just hold him and pet him and it fills me up with love and happiness. Like I have conversations with little man and I know he understands what I'm saying. And I also have this feeling that he wants to talk back. Like sometimes he gives me this look and it's just like, it's like he wants to say something, but he doesn't. So being a pet parent is truly a blessing. Now, of course, in addition to playing with pets, right? Playing with a baby or your kids at any age will produce oxytocin. I am extremely blessed with three amazing daughters. You know, one is grown and the two other are teenagers. But they will always light me up with love. And one thing that really brings on the oxytocin is when we take a trip down memory lane with our pictures of them when they were little. Oh my gosh, it's the best feeling ever. Another thing that fills me up with oxytocin when it comes to my kids is their laugh and their sense of humor. They are all so freaking funny and can just make us laugh, you know, for for days. Like, it, it's crazy. Um, another area within the space is talking to a loved one. So having a conversation with someone that we love will produce oxytocin. Stay connected more with your loved ones. Don't wait for them to call. You call them. Now, I'm about to get super cheesy here, but, you know, I've been married for a long time. And it's a practice for us to, you know, tell each other we love each other, and that's great. But more than words, we feel the love for each other. So, see, it's one thing to say, you know, I love you, but it amplifies that statement by feeling it with each other. Okay, so the next brain chemical is serotonin. This is the mood stabilizer. So research has shown that exposure to the sun for just at least 30 minutes a day can stimulate increased serotonin production and decrease melatonin levels, which will lift your mood. And in addition to that benefit, you're also soaking up some vitamin D. So it's a win-win. Now, of course, be smart about it when you're going outside and exposing yourself to the sun. You know, use sunscreen as needed. Meditating. There's evidence that shows the brain increases serotonin during meditation. So meditation increases blood flow to the the prefrontal cortex, which activates the brain region. Walking in nature. So in addition to the benefits of the sunlight, spending time outdoors helps boost your mood. So studies have shown that levels of anxiety and stress are reduced by going outdoors. When you're outside, the fresh air can also help raise oxygen level in your brain, which increases serotonin levels. Also, aerobic exercise, walking, running, biking, swimming significantly increases serotonin production in your body. So you need about 30 minutes to get the serotonin high. Other exercise like yoga, Pilates, weightlifting, all of that increases serotonin as well. So this next suggestion is my all-time favorite, eating dark chocolate. Oh my gosh, your girl loves some dark chocolate. So because chocolate contains um, tryptophan, its result, the result is it, it increases your serotonin level, which explains why one might feel happier, calmer, or less anxious after eating a piece of dark chocolate. Now, of course, I don't don't get me wrong, I don't go super crazy. Like every week, I will buy like a bar of dark chocolate, and 
from the research that I've heard, it's like the higher percentage of dark chocolate, the better for you. And I know, depending on your sweet tooth level, like the higher the dark chocolate percentage is, it's, you know, it's not it's not like eating a Hershey bar, right? Like there is a difference, but I mean, I think it tastes good. So I'll always buy a bar and that bar will last me for like, you know, one or two weeks. So I'll just take like a little, a little chunk, you know, every day um, for my like to satisfy my sweet tooth. And then also I'm telling myself that, you know, it's healthy. There's so many other health benefits um, that I'm getting from just eating this little piece, piece of dark chocolate. So the last brain chemical is endorphins, which is the painkiller. So endorphins are chemicals in your brain that help you cope with pain and maintaining well-being. So they're responsible for that feeling after a workout, eating a piece of dark chocolate, or having a good laugh with a friend. Endorphins are released in both painful and pleasurable situations. So that kind of took me a minute to digest, right? So engaging in exercise Facing a stressful situation or experiencing something physically painful can trigger a rush of endorphins. So for example, let's say if you were jogging and you sprained your ankle, you might experience an increase of endorphins that will help you limp to safety and, you know, kind of like walk it off despite of the injury. So another thing that comes to my mind, and this happens to me a lot around the house, like when I stub my toe, oh fuck, did that. So I stub my toe and like, there's like that, like, you know, 15 to, I don't know, 30 seconds that you're feeling that pain. You're like, oh, fuck, this hurts. But because of the endorphins, it helps you to get through that pain, right, depending on, on the level. And then, like, you know, after, like I said, 30 seconds or so, like, you're past it. You're like, okay, you know, it's fine, it's fine. So that's, that, that, that's the endorphins right there. So other ways to boost your endorphins, again, are eating dark chocolate, listening to music, dancing, laughing, getting a text message from someone, meditation, hanging with your homies. So these are all good suggestions that will start to optimize your endorphin levels, which will result in a boost in your pain tolerance and your general well-being. So for one, I'm seeing a trend that is related to most of these chemicals, and that is exercising, movement in general, meditation, and my favorite, eating dark chocolate, right? So it's nice to hear that if you're engaging in some of these activities, you're not just activating one brain chemical. You're actually, could potentially be activating multiples. So I know for a lot of us, the New Year's tends to ignite a New Year's resolution towards working out. And I think that's great, right? So if that's your resolution or a goal of yours just in general, I hope learning about how happy exercise can make you will give you some motivation towards that goal I know for me the best prescription that I give out to just about anything is start to exercise the best part of exercising is there's just so many different options for us it just doesn't have to be cardio right so in addition to exercise let's focus on our social fitness you don't have to be a party animal being around our friends is such a great mood booster there's there's many you know there's this may be is this may be an easy concept for all of my extroverts out there but for introverts I know that sometimes being around lots of people it can be draining and I've had conversations with friends about this feeling and it's not it doesn't come from a malicious place but for my introverts 
out there, your social fitness may look a little different and there's nothing wrong with that. Having one or two great friends in your life is all you need. Just make sure you're staying connected to those relationships. That connection will keep your your happy cup full. And again, it's nothing like major that you have to do. Like invite a friend to go out for dinner. You know, my husband and I met up with a, a you know, our friend, our couple friend um, yesterday for dinner. And it was nice just us getting together with the other couple, having dinner, having some good conversation. Like we walked away feeling good. Like stuff like that will increase your happy mood. So my closing thoughts today, be happy more and try to stress less. We have the power to put ourselves in our happy place and it's easier than we think. Let's not overthink this. All right, everyone. Until next time, fam. Peace, love, and unity.